0: Welcome to Think Again with L. Nathan Hare, sponsored by the Community Action
1: Organization of Erie County. If you would like to participate on today's program, call now, 803-1520. That's 803-1520.
2: All right, here we go. Think again, think again. Welcome to our Top of Discussion program, sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Western New York, still fighting the war on poverty, now in our 55th year. Each week, we talk to you about issues, events, and trends affecting you right here and right now in Buffalo and Western New York community, and in fact, connect you to communities all across the country. I'm your host, L. Nathan Hare, President and CEO of the Community Action Organization. Make us a part of your Saturday every Saturday at ESPN 1520 AM on your dial from 11 o'clock to 12 noon each week. As you know, the program is live, so you can call in. you can join our discussion. Hope that you will. Our number here again is 803 1520 that's 803 1520. And I'm going to get to my opening remarks pretty quickly because we've got three callers that already had started calling before the program started. So we want to get to them right away. Let me just quickly uh, lay out my thesis for today. First, Barack Obama makes a forceful case against Donald Trump. This is an article written by Stuart uh, Emmerich in Vogue magazine. It talks about President Obama argued that his successor, Donald Trump, was all but unfit to hold the office of president, saying that Trump sh- has shown no interest in putting in the work, no interest in finding common ground, no interest in using the awesome power of his office to help anyone but himself and his friends, that he shows no interest in treating the presidency as anything but one more reality show that he can use to get the attention that he, cr- he craves. He said, I did hope that Donald Trump might show some interest in taking the job seriously, that he would discover some reverence for the democracy that has been placed in his care. But he never did. He says, over 170,000, I think it's now 177,000 American people are dead. Millions of jobs are gone. Our proud reputation around the world has been badly diminished, and our democratic institutions have been threatened like never before. He says Joe Biden, on the other hand, possesses the empathy that Trump has just shown that he is incapable of feeling. Joe remembers the night when his father sat down uh, and and to to say that he had lost his job when he was talking to uh, another person who had lost their job. When Joe listens to a parent uh, who's trying to hold it together, he does it as the single dad who took the train back to Wilmington uh, each night, Wilmington, Delaware, each and every night, so he could tuck his kids into bed. When he meets with military families who've lost their hero, he does it as a kindred spirit, the parent of an American soldier. When somebody uh, whose faith has, has or somebody whose faith has endured the hardest loss there is, for eight years, Joe was the last one in the room. Whenever I faced a big decision, when Obama faced a big decision, he, he made he says he made me a better president and he's got the character and the experience to make us a better country. He says that, that with regard to the Republicans, he says they know they can't win uh, win you over with their policies. So they're hoping to make it hard uh, as hard as possible for you to vote and to convince you that your vote doesn't matter. That's how they win. That's how they keep getting to make decisions that affect your life and the lives of the people that you love. That's how the economy keeps getting skewed to the wealthy and well-connected. That's how our health systems will let more people fall through the cracks. That's how our democracy withers until it's no democracy at all. Unsurprisingly, Donald Trump got on his tweet machine and he's in big letters, capital letters, He spied on my campaign and he got caught. (laughs) Even though that's been proven, I mean, over and over and over again to be an outright lie. He just continues to say it again in in capital letters. Why did he refuse to endorse Slow Joe until it was all over? Even when when he even then was very late. Why did he try to get him not to run? Again, (laughs) uh, Donald Trump trying to rewrite history in his own image. With regard to, uh, well, I wouldn't even go on all the stuff about him trying to claim that Kamala Harris called Joe Biden a racist when all of you saw uh, during the uh, debate when Kamala Harris specifically said, Joe, I don't think that you're a racist. So, well, that's just Donald Trump. He, he doesn't even believe in, in anything that sounds like truth. Let me quickly go to another quick story on Steve Bannon. <laughs> If I'm not mistaken, there are at least seven high, highly ranked people in uh, Trump's orbit who are either cabinet officers or high people in Trump's election campaign who have either been uh, who have either confessed to serious crimes or have been tried and convicted of serious crimes. Uh, I think there's at least seven. I don't think there were any in the entire eight years of the Obama administration, anybody that was ever indicted, let alone convicted of any kind of crime. But this seems to be the M.O. of uh, the, the the Trump presidency. Federal prosecutors in New York unsealed criminal charges against Stephen Bannon, uh, Trump's former chief strategist, saying that he and three other men defrauded hundreds of thousands of donors using the GoFundMe online uh, 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 organization to recruit dollars for a campaign called a We Build the Wall campaign. Now, just to cut this to, 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 to the chase scene, the We Build the Wall campaign was just a campaign. It was not an organization. They had assembled, I think, within a span of two or three weeks, like $17 million of people. Oh, yeah, Donnie's our guy. Let's send him $20. And all these people, you know, gave money to this build-the-wall campaign. GoFundMe said, well, we can't just have the money in our accounts. If you don't have a not-for-profit that the money's supposed to go to, we're going to send the money back to the donors who sent the money to us. And so uh, apparently Steve Bannon uh, created a not-for-profit, how you get a not-for-profit uh, uh, incorporated as a not-for-profit as quickly as this one was done, I do not know, but apparently he did that so that GoFundMe could send the money to this not-for-profit called the We, uh, uh, we Build the Wall Incorporated. Then Bannon also created a for-profit corporation that was supposedly created to provide uh, either services or the actual production or construction of, of the wall or some parts of, of this border wall. And uh, then had the for-profit corporation invoice the not-for-profit corporation for services that the for-profit corporation not only did not provide, didn't even have an apparatus that would allow it to, to provide those services. Then took the money and began to distribute the money as payroll to uh, uh, one person as the executive director of this not-for-profit. Money went into the hands of of, of Steve Bannon, several hundred dollars. Uh, another fellow, uh, Brian Kofage, who became, I think he was the executive director of this uh, organization. This is a guy who was a war hero. He lost two, two if I'm not mistaken, two legs and an arm. Uh, as a result of injuries that he suffered uh, in the Iraq uh, military conflict, he he uh, was like the key person, the face uh, of this. We build the wall uh, campaign. But they raised over twenty five million dollars over the course of time. And of course, Donald Trump tells you that, well, you know, I haven't talked to Steve Bannon in I don't know how long. You know, it's just a terrible thing. <laughs> Kaylee McEnany. Uh, Trump's press secretary says that uh, Trump claimed that he had no involvement with the we build the wall campaign and that he disagreed with uh, uh, doing this for this tiny section of the wall in a tricky area by a private group which raised money by ads. And this is the key part, he says, and it was done to make me look bad and perhaps now it doesn't even work. Why would they be building a wall at all? getting public money to build a wall between the U.S. and Mexico to make Trump look bad when that's what Trump built his campaign on. Okay, I've said enough. Let me get uh, uh, our first caller in. Right, we got five people on, on the line, so we're going to get through as, as quick as, as we can. Um, you got to help me. I think it's uh, Jim in Lockport or Don. I'm sorry. Let me grab John real quick. Uh, Don. Don, how are you doing out there? Oh, John! See, I thought <laughs> I had it right the first time. Okay, <laughs> um,
3: Nathan. I, you know, all the polls show uh, Biden leading Trump uh, by in every category except the economy. They give
4: Trump oh, a
3: ten-point advantage. But the truth is this: um, just like he's always bragging about having the best economy, he doesn't have anything close to the best economy. In right. fact, the the um, Obama economy. Uh, rose one hundred and seven. I'm, so, I'm sorry, the stock market rose, not right. the economy. Right. He, he always talks about the stock market, not as the economy. It,
2: right, because as if the it, stock market is the economy when it's not.
3: Right, exactly. And he says, he, says he, had the greatest, he had the greatest stock market of all time, but the truth is, he's not even close. Right. Uh, Obama's uh, stock market rose one hundred seventy five point nine three percent during his eight
5: years.
4: Mhm.
3: Trump's. Trump's, even before the the economy collapsed, only rose 21.8%. And then then when you stack him up against all the presidents since 1945, then this is another stunner, Democratic presidents have done much better with the stock market than the Republicans. Democrats uh, had a 9.7% rise in the stock market when they were in power, and the Republicans were 6.7%. And it's even worse if you go back to the Great Depression before the Great Depression, but um, in any case that 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 really doesn't help the middle class um, he's always bragging about it. this is why I cannot understand why they 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 give him a, a ten point edge in the economy because the the economy is not the stock market and if you look at real income is what you should be looking at mm-hmm. the, the real income uh, from when um Reagan destroyed the middle class with his tax cut for the top one percent.
4: Mm-hmm. The
3: top one percent has risen in real income 157 percent from uh, 1980 to 2017, yep. and the bottom 90 percent has only increased 22.2 percent. So everything that he says is a lie. Right, and, right, and if right. you if you if you want to get a guy who should be, it should be just the, the reverse. Um, Biden should have a 10-point edge on on Trump because he was the vice president under uh, under Obama when the economy when the stock market rose 175%. Yeah. And you know what was even better than Obama was uh Clinton. Clinton's economy, right. the stock market rose even higher than than uh, Obama. And he
2: grew it enough to actually wipe out debt. We were on exactly. on track to wipe out the debt and go 2 trillion dollars in the in the black. But right. then uh, George Bush was uh, was hired, the, the younger George Bush, and he said, "Well, if, we, if we're going to go, go into the black, that means we're collecting too much money in taxes. So let's yeah. give that money back to the uh, people paying the taxes, generally the richest people in the country,
3: right. and
2: well, they wound well, that, up bankrupting the country."
3: Was that last tax cut that that Trump gave gave out? Eighty-three percent of it went to the top one percent. There you
4: go. I mean, yep.
3: that was a two-trillion-dollar tax cut. They're talking about, uh, uh, you know, arguing over how much to give the uh, small businessmen. They gave the uh, top one percent uh, two two trillion dollars.
2: Yep. I gotta yep. run, John, John. we we got a it, lot of calls that are that are on right now. Thank you so much. It, you got to yeah. help me out. Uh, I'm hoping I'm looking at because you, you just faded me. Is it? Too, it Is it Jim? Okay, great. Let me grab Jim in Lockport. Jim, how are you doing out there? Hey,
6: how are you, Nathan?
2: I'm doing great.
6: Yeah, a couple things. Um, I've been listening to your show for a few weeks now and uh, I'm curious. It seems to be male dominated. Where where are the females? Why aren't they calling in and expressing their opinions i'm challenging them to <laughs> we do get, get
2: we calls. do get a couple of young ladies that call not not as frequently as, as i would like but we do get a couple
6: and oh, they may not they may not be I as young as i any. think they
2: are <laughs> oh
6: i i haven't heard any so I, i'd like to challenge them but um uh, my issue today is a monument controversy that you haven't talked about that in a while mm-hmm. and uh recently in the paper they talked about out in California, they tore down a Ulysses S. Grant monument, and mm-hmm. they talked about uh, what he did after the Civil War, trying to, you know, help the minorities uh, get their due and stuff. And uh, I I really am appalled at uh, these people, because I, I believe that this is part of our history, and I believe these, these monuments should uh, stay up and it should be decided by the people and the localities where they're placed to decide whether they should come down or not because it was their ancestors and their relatives that were involved in this. And I, I don't believe outsiders should come in and say, well, I'm offended by this monument or that monument. So I, l- I
2: l- Let me ask you a question. If you lived in Germany, and somebody had a great big statue of Mendel, you know, the uh, doctor that was doing all of the experiments on uh, Jewish people, killing people, cutting them up into parts and whatnot, using them for whatever his his reasons were. Would you think that it would be okay for people to have a monument to somebody like that in Germany?
6: Well, I, you know, I I think uh, you could go bigger than that. You could. Probably talk about uh, Heinrich Himmler or Adolf Hitler. Exactly, um,
2: but but would you think it would be? I, j- I use him as t- to just to go to a lower example, but yeah, but whether I, it was. No,
6: but these are these are bigger examples, and, and these are. But would you w- w- would
2: you want? I mean, Hitler was a histor- hero. I'm not a heroic, a historical figure in Germany. Would you want monuments up glorifying Hitler?
6: Well, no, no, obviously not. Obviously so no, I not. just want to, I'm trying to, I'm,
2: I want to try to make a point. The the, the the point is that you put monuments up to glorify people. History is a different issue than glorifying people.
6: Well, no, you, they, they're, they're part of our history though. This, this is what I'm saying. Well, down the road, do you want to interpret a Civil War battle for a Walmart parking lot or a Target parking lot or a gambling casino, or do you want the land preserved? So you can walk the walk that these soldiers walked and be able to understand what they went through.
2: No, I I uh, would not want to. I don't want to walk the walk of traitors. If you were a traitor to the United States,
6: these are Union soldiers. Well, that's a that's a
2: different that's a different issue. But I'm I'm saying it's not
6: different. It's not different. The battlefield is occupied by two forces. And, and that that, that letters,
2: characterization, soldiers, that characterization, the right, right? But that characterization, I don't think anybody would have an issue with that. We have, you know, Vietnam memorials where you see, well, you know, why Viet Cong and these
6: battlefields and, and, being swallowed up by these developers and because and the, some and people just, the just, boss.
2: just like as you know, some people. Just go way over the top. They become purists. That's why you couldn't get, you know, a uh, Medicare for all program uh, back in 2010 because you had people who said no. You know, it has to be uh, 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 all Medicare for all, or or it's got to stay uh, uh, privatized. You know, uh, 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 health insurance and so on. And so the the things but that needed I'm to be done.
6: Getting back to getting back to the issue. Uh, these. You know, these items are, are there to help us interpret and understand our past, which is not perfect like any other country, be it Nazi Germany or—, well, I'm,
2: I'm, agreeing, I'm, or- agreeing, I'm agreeing with you in, in, in this sense that uh, y- you want to be able to preserve the record of your history. But preserving the record of your history is a different exercise than glorifying uh, treason. You don't glorify well, treason. That, you don't you don't glorify traitors. The fact that you may have a uh, well, that, civil war scene.
6: Interpretation, though. That, that
2: What's your, an interpret how is that an interpretation? Using
6: glorify, I'm using the word interpretation. I, I'm not glorifying these individuals. They fought for what they thought was right.
2: They were traitors.
6: I'm saying that we need
2: But but they but they so were traitors. Whether they thought they were right or wrong is irrelevant. They were traitors. They fought to 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 break up the country. They were traitors. That's what the war was about. This was a war against treason, against traitors. That's what it, that's what it was about. So you would not glorify traitors with monuments to treason. You just wouldn't do that. Well,
6: it depends on who. It depends on who you are. If if they were your ancestors. Or your relatives you might look at that differently huh?
2: that wouldn't that would not make them less treasonous because they were your ancestors or not your ancestors if you were the son or daughter of Benjamin uh, 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 Benjamin Arnold you know he was a traitor but yeah, I mean, so, Benedict Arnold, ben, I mean right. ben, sorry Benedict Arnold if you were a son or daughter of Benedict Arnold who was a traitor that wouldn't that wouldn't justify you know the country putting up a monument. Uh, you know, uh, 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 essentially glorifying, you know, your role in, in yeah. world history, you were yeah. a traitor. You you know, the fact that this,
6: d- is, this is a this is a sectional dispute, though, Nathan, if, you know, well, I mean, you're in Rome, you do as the Romans do. Well, right? you, you know, you, you
2: can say, you can say that. You, you can say well, that. Well,
6: no, I'm just saying, though, that you're, you're looking at it from a northern point of view. and
2: No, I'm uh, looking at it from the point of view of treason versus not treason. In other words, let's take George Wallace. George Wallace was the antipathy of what I would consider to be a good American for most of his life. He became a different person near the end of his life. But he was a vicious human being earlier in his life, through most of his life. I would well, not. Let's, I, let's, let me just let me just uh, let me just make this, let me just make this point. I would not tear down a monument to George Wallace because George Wallace was not a traitor. His his worldview, his values, what he was about, I despise. But he was not a traitor to the country. He's not the same thing as Robert E. Lee, Jefferson okay. Jefferson Davis.
6: Okay. Well, let, let's take George Washington then, the father of our country. Right. Yeah. Uh, you, you, what do you think about him? Uh, he owned slaves. That's uh, his, but he, he, was, not, he was not. He was not a. Tra- he was not a
2: traitor. Do you understand the but distinction? He, he actually.
6: The,
2: uh, he he. Uh, I'm just. He has, I'm just suggesting slaves. to you that the, the distinction between a monument to George Washington, who was an owner of slaves, but right. the distinction between the, why he would still get. Uh, uh accepted in terms of a monument to to his contribution to the American Republic is because he fought for the American Republic. He didn't fight to destroy the American Republic. Even though I don't like much of what George Washington was about, he still fought for the American Republic. That's a different issue than uh, Beauregard. Saying, oh, it's, now, t- it's a now, different it's a different issue people- than Jefferson Davis.
6: The people are saying now, though, that because this person owns slaves or, you know, Whoops. Uh, promoted slavery, that, Th-
2: that, that you're be- right. You're right. That's their issue. I'm not arguing their issue. I understand what you're saying. I'm not arguing their issue. I'm just arguing with you why I would not think that it's the same thing to talk mm-hmm. about a monument to George Washington in the same breath as talking about a monument to Robert E. Lee. I got to run. I got to take a hard break right now. Let's okay, talk again uh, next week. Have a good day. All right. Do the same. Sorry. We went three minutes over there. We got to roll. Uh, so uh, we, we, I think it's Tony we have on next. So just uh, Tony, don't go away. We'll see you the side of the break here it, think again. Think again.
1: Would you like to increase your home's value? Do you want to lower your energy bills? Are you in need of affordable financing for your next home improvement project? The CAO Home Improvement Resource Program can help. Just come to one of their monthly HIRP orientation sessions every first and third Wednesday of the month at two convenient locations. HIRP staff will help identify the resources you need to get financed, and they'll even help you with completing your application. Now, you won't know what you qualify for until you call. 332 three, three, two, three That's 332-3773. Learn about all the home improvement programs you may be eligible for and ask about the affordable financing program that can help turn your house into your dream home. Call 332-3773 for more info. It's the Home Improvement Resource Program. Restoring value to neighborhoods across Erie County, one house at a time. Brought to you by the Community Action Organization of Erie County.
7: Microband 24 protects against Staphylococcus aureus and Enterobacter aerogenes bacteria, but does not provide 24 hour protection against viruses. Every time you touch a surface, you leave behind bacteria. To keep surfaces sanitized all day, use Microband 24. Spray on hard surfaces to kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria initially. Once dry, Microband 24 is effective for 24 hours on bacteria when used as directed. Microband 24 sanitizing spray, bathroom, and multi surface cleaner. These days, it's okay to do some things halfway, like wearing your pajama bottoms on a work call. But managing your prescriptions shouldn't be one of them. That's why CVS has a proprietary search tool to find ways that may help lower your prescription costs and will deliver them too. No wonder CVS customers are better than most at staying on prescriptions, which tends to make you healthier. Come in or call today and get a free prescription savings review at CVS. Savings vary. Not all patients eligible for savings. Ask pharmacist for details.
5: All day, every day. This is Buffalo's home for ESPN Radio. 50,000 watt ESPN 1520.
2: All right. Listen, I just before I, I, I grab Tony, I just want to remind everybody we have a pot of money that we got through the CARES Act. Uh, we won a significant grant that allows us to be able to help people who may have fallen behind on their rent because of complications in their lives that happened because of the COVID-19 virus. So if you call the housing department of the Community Action Organization, I'll come back to this number again. It's 881-6543. That's 881-6543. Ask for drew canfield she's our housing director and she'll get your information you got to qualify so you have to do eligibility you know for uh, income and stuff like that she'll tell you what it's all about but it can be up to a thousand dollars that could help people to be able to pay their rent or the utility they may build that they may have fallen behind on let me grab tony real quick and clarence and let him help me along here tony how are you doing there I'm okay, but the, I don't know who's taking these phone calls.
7: I, you know, I don't get it. I, no,
2: I, I was here. I was here. You, you, even though you called really quickly, there were two people to call before you. I was, I was yeah, and sitting you had,
7: right here. I, I would have been the third. I'm the fourth.
2: No, you're the third.
7: No, I'm not.
2: I'm pretty sure you're the third.
7: No, you got. You had the Donny, and then well, whatever. It doesn't matter. Okay. First of all, the seven top officials in the Trump administration definitely have been either arrested or gone to court and pleaded guilty. Most corrupt administration in history. Yes. And even B. grant. Grant had one of the most corrupt administrations also. The fellow that this last guy was telling you, the statue, Ulysses Grant fought for the Union. Right. That's what he's trying to tell you. The reason he didn't understand you was because you quoted from the Constitution that taking up against arms against the United States is an act of treason. But he was correct. He released his grant. Was a general that was in charge of getting signing the the peace treaty.
2: I agreed. I agreed with him on on Ulysses Grant. I was just trying to help him. I, I
7: couldn't hear it then. I yeah. couldn't hear it. Let it go. Let it go because this is ridiculous. The Senate Intel Committee issued a thousand pages, which de- uh, more than uh, uh, corroborated what the Mueller report said about yep. Trump and his ties. Thousand pages. I, there is such a thing called the White House Re- Record Act. Am I correct? Yes. Well, get, get this. This administration operates in secrecy, as you know. Um, people called Lavrov about the bounties on that soldiers Heard
8: about
7: bounties? Right. Well, we never found out about it by the administration. The Russians told us that they did the phone call. This administration doesn't keep track of the phone calls that this president makes so that they don't have to for it.
2: And why does, does the public not correct. react negatively to that? We have to get our information from our enemies because yeah. our friends are not allowed to, to, to participate in recording and providing us with information on meeting with our enemies.
7: Right. Now, the stock market, as you correctly said, is not... Our economy is not—it's right. not our economy at all, and it wouldn't be this high if the Federal Reserve Bank had to exactly. dump money to the banks around the country at an interest rate of zero percent. Exactly. Without all they not without any interest. Right. Okay. Here's our economy: eighty-eighty-seven of the market, the stock market, is owned by the top 10%.
4: Mm-hmm.
7: 90,000 businesses from the Department of Labor and the Census Bureau put out last week. 90,000 businesses so far have closed in this country. Mm-hmm. 28 million people face eviction from their homes by the end of the year. 29 million people million are food insecure 29 million are food insecure 28 million people are unemployed and have stopped
2: looking for jobs and, and five million people, and five million people have lost the health insurance they had.
7: It's right. Six million, but it's around right. six
2: now. Okay. More yep.
7: people lost last week. Yep. What I'm saying is, if this guy—and by the way, Donny quoted some figure. You never question where Donny gets his stuff from, but I ask him. That figure he says that Joe Biden trails uh, this our hollow man mm-hmm. by 10 percent is not correct. It's like three or it's about 4.6 percent. I saw it this morning. Mm. So it's not a big change if he expects you know I'm getting sick also of the people criticizing the Democratic Party. They put on an excellent convention right. And Biden's speech was good. Harris' uh, 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 speech is very good. Why do people criticize the Democrats and not the Republicans? They have a convention that starts on Monday, I believe, also. And what are they going to present to us? The same bunch of lies. Hey, if, if this president can lie, he'll lie. That's a, if it's convenient to him to lie, he'll lie more. Thank you.
2: All right. Thanks, Tony. Help me out. Paul, let's grab Paul in Buffalo real quick. Paul, how are you doing out there? I'm doing good, Nathan. How are you? I'm doing great. Good to hear from you. Um, I got
9: a couple of things, and David Packman points this out all the time. Even though the, I don't really know what the poll is, what the polls are now, but even if they look like they're not close, once you put factor in the margin of error, mm-hmm. they're they're scary close.
2: Right. The, the poll should be like 75 percent uh, Joe Biden and 21 percent Donald Trump and four percent who are going to vote for Biden, even if they even if they say they were going to vote for Donald Trump. It, sh- it should be like that. Why would anybody? I, I mean, honestly, if you're looking at performance, if you're looking at character, if you're looking at integrity, if you're looking at who is going to secure the best interest of the United States, how could you possibly think that Donald Trump is your person? I mean, you've got I, three and a half years of this. You, you haven't made a decision about this yet. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and some of these people,
9: I got in an argument with somebody last night because I can't contain myself. You know, um, but some of these people seem pretty smart, and then they, 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 they're Trump supporters, and they, I, I just don't get it. And I mean, especially look at, look at Steve Bannon. I mean, he, he, and everybody else that Trump surrounds himself with are grifters, if not works. Uh,
2: right, they're crooks. But keep in mind, people do what they think is in their self-interest. People aren't voting for Donald Trump or supporting Donald Trump because they really either, either don't know or understand or even care about what his specific policies are, because he doesn't really have any specific policies. Donald yeah, Trump, I- rep- he, he represents uh, a reaction to the fact that you had an African American man Uh, for two terms in a row as president of the United States, which signaled to a lot of people in this country that the nation is making a turn over the course of the next 20 or 30 or 40 years from being a a vast majority uh, European, Caucasian, American country to becoming a country where the dominant people in the country are going to be collectively minorities. In other words, it'll be a majority-minority country. And there are people who are just adamantly uh, uh, afraid of that or opposed to that. And and that's the core. Donald Trump presents to them that I will defend that gate for you. And so the other things that Donald Trump does, they don't care about. They just care about defending that gate. Now, from my point of view, if it were up to me, I would have African-Americans as defenders of my democracy night and day. Because there's no other population of people in this country that want to see American democracy work like American democracy as more as much as African Americans do. African Americans never fight to become somebody else. They don't want to be somebody else. They just want to be Americans. They will fight for America. If it were me, people, I would get those people in charge all the time. Yeah, <laughs> okay.
9: you got to have people like that in charge because they they can empathize with people. They're not... They're not just horrible rich and who who do don't care they
2: and no they're gonna they're gonna fight for your interests because your interests are their interests they're gonna fight for you right These so, people
9: think that Donald Trump is fighting for their their interests, but I mean even the good economy wasn't as good as all that because even then because it was on a high interest credit card, and sooner okay. or later.
2: I, I give him credit that for his first two and a half years, he didn't tank the economy. So I thought that he was so knuckleheadish that he would tank the economy. He didn't do that. I give him credit for that. He didn't hurt what was already in, 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 in motion. What i really judge him by is how he's responded when crisis came. That's when you judge the integrity or, or, or the capability of your president. How does the president respond when crisis comes? And Everybody he did not respond well. Right. He did not respond and well at all.
9: We didn't know what it would be, but this is a total disaster. And even Mike Pence on CNN yesterday morning, oh my God, if you haven't heard it, you should YouTube it because he did what he always does, you know? Yeah. Oh, so, God. Listen, I don't even know what to say. Yep.
2: I got to run. I got to get Ron on. Hold on once second. I- I'll see you uh, next week. Yep. Thanks. Let me grab Ron and Chitawaga. Ron, how are you doing out there?
0: Oh, it's one of those. Mets was a bad boy, and he got covert, and now the Yankees series with the Mets is Oh
2: yeah, I did. I heard that two people yeah. on their, on on their team came up with the uh, the virus, right?
0: Yeah, it's using up. They're talking maybe if if everybody is is today, if everybody tests a uh, negative today and tomorrow, I guess there might have a double Monday with them. But I don't know. It's a whole thing. I don't know. It's, it's, uh, people predicted this thing would fall apart before the end of the season. <laughs> they, I don't they know. did. So, but You've they've got gotten far farther than a lot of people
2: said they would get. So I'm yeah. I'm okay anyway, with that
0: a bunch of stuff here uh, I could do quickly first of all the guy about the this Confederate monuments things if they had them in uh, a f- uh, federal uh, I should say historical museums nobody'd care but right. they're on state property or they're in the public uh uh, uh squares and in and, and, and towns and they didn't start Right after, in 1865, they started with the ri- various rise of the waves of the Ku Klux Klan and white right. supremacy, and they were used as a get-in-your-face, black boy, get to the back of the bus and shut yep. up kind it's of the early 1900s. That's why they're so yep. offensive. Yep. You can't keep that in, uh, you can't keep, uh, you can't ignore that. Okay, I don't want to dwell on that because I've talked about it before. Okay, I'm an advocate for disability rights, and I'm on a lot of various uh, groups, list groups that uh, that deal with uh, uh, education, that type of thing. and. Oh, about three weeks ago, they put the book on the National Library Service for the Blind and Visually Handicapped. They put the book by, uh, uh, by Mary L. Trump up there, you know, Too Much is Never Enough, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. About a week and a half ago, it disappeared off of there.
4: Mm. Okay.
0: Now, uh, everybody's complaining about it. So I um, made some inquiries, and I got a, I got a rather milquetoast response about it. It had a technical uh, glitch in it. Well, I obtained a copy of the thing. And uh, it didn't have any technical glitches in it. And I compared it with the Audible book version uh, that I had to pay for and Audible. And it was absolutely no problem with it. So I got everybody on those lists to write, like, very aggressive letters to them.
4: Mm-hmm. Yesterday it
0: reappeared on there. Mm. No real explanation. Just a, just a little. It, it, was that a sign of
4: censorship?
0: That's what I was going to say. That's that, it,
2: that's that silent censorship that goes yeah, on,
0: right? And if it if it was it's the you realize even in the mccarthy period uh, when conan shine two of mccarthy's minions were were uh, traveling around to libraries for the embassies and that type of thing and they said uh that uh, uh, they were taking books out they thought were subversive. They left the NLS group uh, period alone. That was around from 1931 with the, the, the Smoot Pratt Act, and, and it's even the early 50s. The McCarthy people left it alone. So, anyway, that's the other thing. But it came back, and I, I like to think I might have had some hand in that because <laughs> I got about there a thousand go. people to write emails and <laughs> make phone calls. Anyway, okay, one other thing the Republican convention. Now, uh, the Democratic convention comes on with this. Uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, unity, and we got to uh, get get beyond uh, division and all this kind of stuff. And I guess a lot of the Trump supporters don't like that. They they like this divide, you know, we've got to be tough, and we've got to put the other people in their place and blah, blah, blah. So I don't know if you're aware of it. The three of the, of the keynote speakers uh, are scheduled. I wonder if they'll all show up and wonder if there won't be revisions. Uh, three of the keynote speakers are going to be, the husband of the husband and wife team that when a Black Lives Matter uh, group came down past their house... Or
2: house right, their, right. They waved their, their, uh, door, their uh, AR-15 in an a AR- Glock. Fi-
0: right. loaded <laughs> AR-15s Citing them and scoping on them, on nonviolent demonstrators That's one. Speech.
2: I don't think these people are really going to come on. I think that somebody's pulling our chain. Why would they have those people well,
4: <laughs> as keynote speakers? Uh, uh, and
2: they said they reported that on
0: Pacifica and Democracy Now. So I don't, I don't. I haven't heard it officially from the Republicans. But that's one. Another one is that guy from that. They you said know, that Brett Kavanaugh type that was kind of. He's from a, a upper middle class preppy Catholic school, kind of like I don't know St. Joe's or something. Right. Where you got to pay. Like five thousand dollars a semester to go to, yep. And he's supposed to hes the guy that went to the indigenous people of. Uh, and uh,
2: was shouting in the state. face, you know, of the, uh, 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 the, uh, the 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 indigenous person that was at that rally, right?
0: Yeah, and he made fun of them and then did a Indian war for you know, like Chief Wahoo that used right. to be there with the Cleveland right. Indians, anyway. And he got arrested with the kids
2: with the MAGA hats on in the background.
0: Yep. <laughs> right. yeah. And then the other one that the piece de resistance is supposed to be, uh, I've heard now, is that guy. Remember that guy, the military guy that initially was charged with murder? But they, they he got acquitted of the murder of uh, of a uh, enemy combatant who was unarmed and already in, in custody. Right, right. Uh, he was acquitted, but he was convicted because they, the only reason he was acquitted, by the way, is because they weren't sure whether the the beating was done by him or was he was the guy was beaten to death. But they weren't sure; they couldn't connect him directly. Okay, but he got convicted and got five years a sentence mm-hmm. for uh, I guess displaying body parts and having them home right. of, of dead uh, enemy combatants and sending them back to his friends or something
2: and desecrating and a body is also a, uh, yeah. a, this a is
0: major a military crime, right. court, that did, and Trump pardoned him. He's supposed to go come there and make a speech. So I... I
2: Can you so imagine? I mean, uh, hopefully the press will just jump all over that. I mean, and say, I know, it's just yeah. goofy. <laughs> I mean, if this is what the Republicans are presenting as the ethos of who they are, I know, good heavens.
0: <laughs> this is what they're gonna. This is how they're gonna. I, I guess get their base to come out while they're actively, almost criminally suppressing the vote. Yep. And if they figure they can get their people to come out, their thirty-five or forty percent that is going to support them, and suppress the uh, the rest of the vote and, and win that way. Apparently, that's going to be the whole strategy. From if the gloves are off, I mean, Trump himself says I'm I'm going to sup- slow the mail down because I don't. I think that uh, the mail, uh, for, uh, 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 mail-in ballots are fraud. You know who knows who could get really destroyed by this though Susan Collins because susan that's Maine is a mostly a moderate republican state mm-hmm. and she a lot of her people are male in people because you know november in maine
4: he is,
2: <laughs> is cold weather. that's right yep, yep. so okay that right. is it for me thanks ron i appreciate right. you let's take our, our last break and then Uh, you're going to help me. I think it's uh, Chris that comes on next. All right. So if you all stick with us, we will see you on the side of the break here we Think Again. Think again.
1: Would you like to increase your home's value? Do you want to lower your energy bills? Are you in need of affordable financing for your next home improvement project? The CAO Home Improvement Resource Program can help. Just come to one of their monthly HIRP orientation sessions every first and third Wednesday of the month at two convenient locations. HIRP staff will help identify the resources you need to get financed, and they'll even help you with completing your application. Now, you won't know what you qualify for until you call. 332-382. 773. That's 332-3773. Learn about all the home improvement programs you may be eligible for and ask about the affordable financing program that can help turn your house into your dream home. Call 332-3773 for more info. It's the Home Improvement Resource Program. Restoring value to neighborhoods across Erie County, one house at a time. Brought to you by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. Jeremy White here. Hey, for many, money might be a little tight right now. And if you're looking for some extra cash, Marty Sr., owner of Riverfront Auto Sales, has got something you're going to love. If you want cash today,
8: from Riverfront Auto Sales.
1: Just bring your vehicle to Riverfront on Niagara Street and they'll pay you cold, hard cash. And with Riverfront, there's always more. If you sell your vehicle to Riverfront, they'll pay you $500 more over the Kelly Blue Book trade-in value. Or, if you trade in your vehicle and buy one from Riverfront, they'll pay you $1,000 more over Kelly Blue Book trade-in value. It's Riverfront's $500 or $1,000 sale. You will not find this deal anywhere, as Riverfront will pay you more for your vehicle. From
4: Riverfront
7: Auto Sales.
1: More cash, that is. Again, sell your vehicle to Riverfront flat out, get $500 bucks more, or trade in your vehicle and get $1,000 more. Find out how to get $500 or even a thousand more for your vehicle in cash right now. Call Riverfront Auto Sales 886-1626. From Riverfront
4: Auto Sales. Hey!
1: All
5: day, every day. This is Buffalo's home for ESPN Radio. 50,000 watt ESPN 1520.
2: All right, welcome back to Think Again. This is Al Nathan here, your host. And I think we have Chris We called you up earlier in the program. They said we didn't have any females that called the program, but you're in there. How are you doing? Meeting
8: the challenge. (laughs)
2: There you go. (laughs) Um,
8: I have two comments. Um, The first one is that there were 35 monuments to the Confederacy prior to 1915. Mm
4: -hmm. After 1915,
8: during the rise of the Ku Klux Klan, that number rose to over 700. Wow. If that's not intimidation of um, the Southern uh, mentality, I don't yep. know what is.
2: Yep. That's exactly what that is. In fact, if you're in Charleston, South Carolina, there's a public square there. The entire square is dedicated to the, uh, I guess, the, the heroes of the Southern Confederacy. And yes. you—if you, you're a child—you have to go there and learn that history. That's a part of what they do to you, you know. In that city, you have to go there and learn that history. Everybody's taken through that that process. Yes. So you're absolutely I have, right.
8: I have a I have a question about an article that was in the paper yesterday, on the editorial page. Jennifer Rubin. Mm-hmm. It was about the collusion uh, between the Trump campaign and Russia. Right. I read the article, and I'm I'm not clear on where her where the sources of this material is coming from, um, and how how um, Trump can claim fake news if it's not more um, evident. Do uh, you have any idea where all this information? Came so, from? if
2: you look up, if if you type into your search engine the Senate uh, uh, Intelligence Report uh, on uh, collusion. Just to, the, I think it was just put in 2020, Senate uh, Oversight Committee report on Russian collusion. You'll see a number of sites that come up that will give you either the entire I don't know if will give you the entire report, but it'll give you a lot of ex- excerpts of what came from uh, that report. And it is so clear. Uh, they talked about somewhere around, originally, 100 contacts between uh, Trump officials and Russian uh, uh, agents or people that were under the sphere of the Russian uh, uh, Federation. Now it looks like we're talking about somewhere between 700 and 1,000 uh, contacts between uh, people that were working on behalf of, of Trump's election and people that were working on behalf of the Russian Federation. It so is, is really clear that, that... Right. I mean, just it, it's so stunning. And the fact that this came out now when it looks like they've had this information during the course of the uh, impeachment inquiry. That, but, that's
8: what I was wondering. If they had all this information before them, why didn't it come out in the impeachment See, because
2: this is that polite stuff that goes on, you know, in the Senate. You know, so Chuck Schumer is trying, he's in the minority party, and... Uh, Mitch McConnell, and so McConnell was going to sit on this thing and never let it come out at all. And Schumer worked with him, but well, it's got to come out at some point. So they worked out a deal that we will we'll not share this information with, uh, uh, with the public until, t- until now, uh, that we wouldn't let this be a part of the uh, House of Representatives uh, uh, Oversight Committee, you know, what, what they had uh, uh, worked up uh, on this issue. And uh, it's just the politeness that, that has gone on with the the Senate. The thing that's so interesting about this to me is whenever it favors Mitch McConnell, all of the usual politeness and courtesy stuff in the Senate all gets honored. Whenever it doesn't fit Donald Trump's interest, then all of the courtesies just go, by the way, you know, <laughs> It's, you know, batting the hatches, you know, it, it's uh, all in and whatnot. They do whatever wrong uh, that they want to do. It's just terrible the way that this stuff goes on.
8: It sure is. Oh, I just uh, gloom and doom. I just don't <laughs> understand how this man has any chance of being reelected with all of this information that has come out. I just do not understand uh, it.
2: The only thing that, that that we have that's in our control is our ability to vote. Everything right. else can be manipulated, yeah. but we can vote. And so we just have to tell everybody that we know, go vote. Even if you vote for him, at least vote so people know that you care. Right. You know, right? Okay, Nathan, thank you. All right, thanks, Chris. Mm-hmm. Help me out here, I believe, is it uh, Frank? Yep, there we go. Let me grab Frank in Niagara Falls. Frank, how are you doing out there? All right, Chris, women represented. There you go, We're representing strong, Bye. right? <laughs> Hey, you know, uh, Trump picks the best people
10: to scam weak-minded fools, but, you know, the the cult don't care. They love that.
2: Seven people convicted or uh, self-confessed criminals. Seven. He's only been in office for three and a half years. He's got seven crooks already. And there's probably another 14 dozen of them that haven't been uh, publicly indicted yet. Uh, you
10: know, Nathan, uh, you know, the DNC wasn't meant to excite progressives like me, you know, who already know that Trump is a power, mad, greed-stricken, fascist lunatic. <laughs> but, you know, they were really pushing the boundaries there with John Kasich and Mike Bloomberg oh, getting yeah. more time than than ALC. And, and I mean... How do you leave out a veteran like Tulsi Gabbard?
2: Right. Come on. Right. You
10: know that that just broke but, my heart. But you
2: know what it is, and the Democrats do this all the time, and it's it just it it, gr- it grates on the inside of me that the Democrats always feel it's so important for them to grab those people as much as or at least appeal to those people on the right and offer them you know a branch for them to climb out on but they do it at the expense of the people that really are the are ardent supporters of the democratic progressive positions. And I, I just think that at some point you just have to say, this is who we are. We're progressive minded people. We're coming from this position. And if you don't like it, you just don't like it, but this is where we are. I think you have to well, be Nate, that.
10: You know? Yeah. You know, Nathan, the only saving grace is that the Republican national conventions going to be much worse? <laughs> I mean, you know, you already mentioned it at one of your callers, but what, what does Trump run on? You know, getting out of Afghanistan? No. The economy? No. Tax cuts that went to the rich? No. His COVID-19 response? Come on. You know, I, and you know it's, it's going to be all culture war and trigger liberals. Yep. That's yep. all it's going to be. In, and I don't doubt that they're going to have that couple, that armed couple on. I don't doubt <laughs> it. That, right?
2: I think if they Thank do, you. that's going to be the death knell of, of the Republican convention. Hopefully
10: <laughs> right? oh, uh, the death knell of the cult,
2: too. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Frank. Appreciate you. Let me grab, uh, is it Bill first, then Mark? Or Mark? Let me grab Mark in Buffalo. Mark, how are you doing out there? Hey, Nathan. All right. So, so when you hit
11: them with the truth, they go to whataboutism. <laughs> and, and then isn't it, isn't it a sin to, uh, to worship false idols? I'm pretty sure
2: that's in all the books.
11: <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. You know?
2: Yeah. Why do you worship a, a statue? It's unbelievable. A tree a statue with that. It, it's, but, you know, it's so clear, as Chris pointed out, we actually had a twenty-fold, like a two thousand percent increase in the number of these statues, so-called commemorating these uh, uh, figures from the uh, uh, Southern Confederacy, uh, that occurred sometime between 1890 and, and
11: 1920. Yeah, the rise of the Klan. Exactly. Intimidation, baby. Exactly. And then, and then, what's that movie that came out? Birth of a Nation. The birth of a Nation. Yeah, right. that yeah. was all co- coincided. Yep, and it's amazing. They're gonna so they're gonna put a ghoul out on stage, huh? Exactly. That guy picked up a dead head. He had to get on the ground to take a
2: selfie with it.
11: Yep, it's unbelievable. Yep, and you know why? And, and you do you know that the post office is the largest union in the country?
2: And that's why they're under assault.
11: And stick that and that there and you but go. no one mentions it. Yep, it's never mentioned. And and you know uh, why A fox poll. Is, is Joe fit to become president? Yes. Is Trump fit to become president, to remain president? No. No. 65% <laughs> no. Right. For Trump, 65% yes for Biden, for Biden. on Fox yep. poll. Yep. That's and on it, Fox. On Fox <laughs> poll, yes. And, and, uh, and, Nathan, why is Trump is 75, Biden is 77, 77. And, and, and in better shape. But they always bring up Biden's
2: age. Yep. Trump's only two years behind yep. him. Yep. What, isn't that ageism? It, it just shows you that there is a slant behind the media. Even what the did media. I tell
11: you before. Yep. They
2: always uh, report
11: the uh, the left as negative and the right as positive. Yep. And do you know the the the, the uh, when they've signed they they glorified this. This thing they did with Israel, mm-hmm. they ratified apartheid. Yep. That is exactly what they, That's did, exactly against, what
2: they did against
11: yep. the Palestinians.
2: Yep. All and right, they, Mark, I got to run. I got to get one more call in. Thanks, okay, man. Baby. I'll talk to you next week. Let's grab Bill and Chitawaka before we go. Bill, how you doing out there?
5: Hey, Nathan. Nathan, did you ever watch the complete uh, video of those MAGA kids uh, that you were talking about earlier?
2: I don't know if I watched all of it, but I've watched a lot of it.
5: Well, I think you need to watch the whole thing. Um, Tom Hartman c- criticized those kids, and I was very disappointed about him because I like him so much—I like him as much as you. And uh, they, the lefties were unf- a lot of lefties were unfair with those kids, but a lot of progressives wound up saying that those kids did nothing wrong, and they really didn't. And besides, they're kids with MAGA hats. And you look at those those black guys, whatever those the Is- black Israelis or whatever they call them. They're scum. They were terrible in the whole thing. And that Indian guy, he approached the kid, and he lied later on. And if you watch it, that's true. I
2: did see. I did, see, I did see that. I, and and if I would app- go ahead. I would
5: appreciate if you'd watch it, and I'll talk to you next week about it.
2: Okay. Yeah. I definitely will t- I'll take a look at it again. Thanks, man.
0: Okay, thanks,
5: Nathan. Take okay. care.
2: Okay, talk to you again soon. So listen, I want to make sure that I get this out to you guys again, because we only got the little bit of moments we got left in the program. If you know somebody who has fallen behind in their rent or the utility payments uh, because of complications in their life due to the COVID-19 uh, pandemic, give us a call at the Community Action Organization's Housing Division. Their number is 881 that's 881-6543, ask for Drew Canfield or Salisa Watson, or just ask for the housing division, and they will come. You'll have to provide some information about your income and that sort of stuff, and what was it that uh, happened to you as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic in the country, and if we can tie those dots together, we may be able to help you get some help to get yourself caught up on your rent. We actually have two pots of uh, resources that we can go to. We have one that went to our housing division and one that went to our emergency services uh, uh, division. So, we can work from both pots and, and and get you some help. So call 881-6543. That's 881-6543. Take advantage while you can because these dollars tend to run out uh, fairly quickly. We'll talk to you soon. Here at Think Again, Think Again. We'll see you all next week.
0: You've been listening to Think Again with L. Nathan Hare, sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. Be sure to tune in again next week at this same time for more Think Again.